the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Single bells. Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show <laughs> with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Joe Ingles Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Jumping Joe Ingles, it is your lucky day because you're on with PK only today. How do you like that, Joe? <laughs> we'll find out in the 15 minutes, I guess. <laughs> so, a bunch of stuff I wanted to get with you today. Last week, uh, there was some type of manufactured controversy, I believe. Uh, apparently, you had said somewhere along the line that you're willing to take your family and go to the outback and never be heard again. And and that be created some kind of controversy on social media. Fill us in. What was that all about? Um, well, I did an interview when I was when we first got back from OKC, which, as you know, and all the other very intelligent people out there know, that was, what was that? Well, something coming up to three months now, maybe two and a half months or something. Um, yeah. And obviously at the time then, two, three months ago, the, the unknown was, was a lot more unknown than the unknown is now. Um, I still don't think we fully kind of can, uh, or know what, what this virus can do, but obviously we way better equipped with the, with the hospitals and, and all the work that, that um, kind of the frontline people are doing, which is which is unreal, uh, which we can talk about later if you want. But, um, and they asked me about, about playing. And at that time, I was absolutely in no way, shape or form going to put myself at risk or my family. And um, it's funny because the backlash of that was people saying it's just the flu and you're a basketball like just go and play basketball like people don't understand uh, I get well I figure people don't understand that although I do play professional basketball I also do have a family and I've got a family that's got a special needs son who's obviously a higher risk and um, and, and that's why I said it um, and still to this day and oh, we also knew that Renee was pregnant which no one else really did um so between Jacob and Renee being pregnant and that, and I, obviously I stand by what I said. I'm not saying I didn't say it, but um, things, times, as things have changed in, in what we know, and um, yeah, they, they got resurfaced by. Um, I'm not even going to name who it was because I don't want them to get any more publicity than they already did. But I had to obviously uh, let them know the context of what was said and when it was said. So um, yeah. Just some bored, bored people. I feel sorry for people like that. <laughs> like you've got to, you've got to really use a quote from three. Well, you use a quote from three months ago with, with no context, so people thought I'd said it like that day, which obviously oh, I think okay. it was like a, a week or so ago. Um, all right, yeah. I had all these people asking me if I'm quitting, and <laughs> my agents calling me, and like, it's like it's just if you put context to it, it makes complete sense. And I think the people that and uh, intelligent and understand would understand why I said it at, at the time that I said it. I stand by at the time. 
two and a half months ago, there's no way I would have even thought about playing. Um, and I don't think anyone else was thinking about playing back then either. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand because I remember when you said it, and then I'm thinking, why was it out there this week? Did I miss something that Joe go on? It's a very bored, 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 not very researched bloggers or whatever they are. I don't even know what okay. they are. All right. I understand now. Thanks for finding Now, if it came what? from DJ and PJ, then it's usually, it might be breaking news. <laughs> it, it, hey, it helped me spend 10 minutes of my time that particular day, so thank you. <laughs> I'm glad so, I wasted 10 minutes of your day. <laughs> gave me something to do. Uh, how would you describe your physical conditioning right now? Uh, well, probably better than I, I thought, honestly. <laughs> um, obviously, we've talked about this a, a few times, and it's 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 just hard to know where you're going to be at because we've never been in this situation before, and it, that goes back to me talking about the unknown of it. Like, well, we've never we've we've never been through this. We've never been sixty what four sixty five games into a season and stopped for two, three, four months, whatever it's going to be, and then potentially coming back to almost just play the playoffs. So um, for all the people out there that really, really want to know, I've been going in the facility this week um, and last week, and um, I actually feel better than probably I thought I was going to feel. I, Renee and I were talking the other day. It's probably the most consistent uh, I've been able to lift properly because we uh, I'm not preparing for the national team I'm not preparing for um, the, the jazz preseason or whatever so I've I've had six eight whatever the weeks have been of, of pretty consistent lifting which we don't really normally get to do because there's always running involved yeah. and there's basketball involved and, and whatever so um, I knew strength and stuff wise I would feel completely fine and then obviously the the running on the court, getting your legs back was something that I was scared about. And I took a few shots last week when I went in and one of my drills was to, to shoot and then to run. And my first couple steps running felt like I was going to fall over and then um, <laughs> felt kind of pretty normal again. So obviously that that wind of, of getting up and down the court will, will take a little bit longer. But um, yeah, honestly, I, I feel a lot better than I was anticipating. So on these workouts, how's it working? You just come in on your own. You schedule an appointment. Uh, you other guys there. How's it go? Yeah, so we're only allowed a certain number of players in the the arena or, or the gym or whatever you want to call it. So um, the guys just kind of throughout the the morning or day or whatever, we've got scheduled times, and you go in your time and. Um, yeah, get you. You have a coach who's heavily masked and um, what do you call it? Gloves and and all that is a a pretty full on um, check when you get to the arena with your, your temperature and and all that stuff. So just making sure, obviously, that no one's bringing anything in. And we we have surveys we fill out in the mornings to if you've got any a runny nose or a cough or, or any type of symptom or anything, then they they jot it down and you. you well, I'm assuming you wouldn't come in. So, um, yeah, it's pretty full on. But um, once you're out on court and it's only you and one coach and the coach, like I said, is heavily masked and gloved and, and everything, um, 
it, it felt, felt kind of nice to, to be back out there and just to, to shoot the ball a little bit and get up and down the court. And so how many times a week do you do that? It's up to you? Uh, yeah, pretty much, I think. So they've got... They're, 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 there's obviously rules and, and regulations, and I don't exactly know what they are. But yeah, I've been going in three times a week. Um, I think it is, and then I do my my other stuff at home, like we've all been doing. So um, obviously, everyone right now is is pretty pretty strict with it because it's the, the rules that the NBA's put out there. And obviously, like I said, we still don't know 100 percent about this this virus. So there's still yeah. Some unknown about it, so you everyone's obviously really cautious and we do it as uh as best we can and get in and out quickly so the next guys can come in and there's everyone's gonna be professional cleaners by the end of this though, because they wipe down everything <laughs> you go near, even if you don't touch it, they're wiping it down. So it's um like I said, it's 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 extremely kind of full on, but it's obviously what has to be done for us to be able to get in the gym a couple of times a week. Joe Engel's show, Joe, Joe joining us for his weekly appearance, brought to you by Mountainland Supply. Uh, George Niang was on uh, one of our, uh, uh, with uh, Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, and he was talking about, I want to see what you uh, think of this, he's talking about how uh, we'll, we'll just deal with this country here because that's where we're in. We're saying Americans in America needs its sports right now because it's something that we're so used to. And this time of year specifically, I mean, literally every year of my life, I've been in tune to the NBA and we would be uh, into the conference finals right about now. Yeah. And so his point was that, man, we need to get back on the floor because it'll be such a big morale boost to the country to have some live sports. We saw it with, I don't know if you're not a golf guy, but uh, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson uh, with two quarterbacks from the NFL played in this celebrity match. They raised $20 million for the virus and all that stuff, and it was broadcast on Sunday. People were watching it in droves. It had great ratings. Do you buy that you need to get back on the floor just for the morale's sake? Um, yeah, if it's, if it's safe and that we... Obviously, the, the the players and the staff and the the volunteers and whoever whoever works on a, on a game situation or whoever is is safe, of course. But there's no morale boost if we do it and everyone gets sick and everyone's in hospital. It's a it's a probably probably the complete opposite of a morale booster if that happens. If you if we go out go out there and and I'm saying this if things aren't safe and if if the the rules and the regulations and the um whatever the, that's going to be by the NBA, if, if we all go out there and just freestyle and everyone gets sick, then um, we're kind of we're back to square one, really. So um, I do believe that sport is, a, is obviously a huge part in this, this country. I think it's a huge part in a lot of countries, but um, no doubt in my mind it, it has to be, be safe for everyone to, to do so because you've, I mean, you've got, you got coaches over the, the age limit that's that's more dangerous and, and stuff like that. So yeah, um, yeah, it's just uh, I'm I'm all for playing if if it's going to be be safe and and all that. And um, uh, like I said in in my retweet to these um, unfamous bloggers, if if it's uh, if it's all safe to do so and um, the yeah, like everything's safe and they've, they've done the precautions and the safety and, and stuff like that, then, then I think everyone would, would love to be out there, including um, including us. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see what the NBA decides and 
um, until then we'll do what we're doing and, and see how it goes. What about the idea of being stationed, I guess, in a manner of speaking, in Orlando? Is that appealing to you? Uh, it's not very appealing, purely because of my situation, and, and I think a lot of guys would be in the same situation of um, what you would do with your families, um, I, especially after this. I'm so used to being with my family now. Um, I am anyway, but then you, you see nine weeks or ten weeks or whatever it's going to end up being of complete put them to bed every night, get them up every morning um, and, and kind of have all day with them and, and then to pack up and leave for uh, who knows how long there's been rumours of different amount of games or just playoffs or, or whatever it is. Um, uh, it would be, be really hard and like I said, with, with Jacob's situation and, and Renee being pregnant and stuff, I don't think it would be that intelligent of me to, to bring them or to get them there because I'd be around what, five, well, probably more thousands or a couple of thousand people um, within a little kind of sporting complex or whatever that Orlando thing is, and then I'd be trying to see them at a, a house or a hotel or whatever. I just don't, I don't think it'd be very smart. So um, if that was to happen, I would, I would more than likely just leave the family here and um, probably be pretty grumpy for a few days here and there, and um, my teammates would just have to deal with it. <laughs> It's just hard. You get you get so used to this. It's like uh, we talked about earlier. Oh, it's been like we're like retired. Now. It's like no, I don't want to retire. But I've like absolutely had no way had this much time with my with my family, and um, it makes you realize what you're kind of missing out on. Yeah, it's funny. You know, my wife's a school teacher at a local high school, and obviously they've been doing the online stuff. Well, today she had to go in. And uh, last night I said, you can't go in, man. I, I got to see you in the yeah. mornings. I mean, we've been doing this now for two plus months, and, and this is our routine. And you get in a routine, and if you like the other person, and, you know, I like my old lady, Joe, and uh, I like having her around. And so is she is feeling mutual. She probably wanted to go to work. Uh, yeah, she was thinking, man, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to go for two months. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have no, to ask her if the feeling is mutual. It's but it was weird. Uh, yeah. It was weird seeing her going out the door because you, you just yeah. get used to it. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've played, for whatever, 13, 14 years of, of the twins are nearly four and I've, I've never got to spend this much time with them in, in their four years. And that seems... Well, it sounds really sad because four years of their life and the most I've spent with them in consecutive time is is what eight weeks or whatever we've had. Um, yeah, and that's like in the off season, I obviously get time, but I'm still training and Renee's training, and, and we're all over the place. The kids are at school, Jacob's at therapy. Um, so now it's like, yeah, I've, I've, like I said, I've. I've had no better feeling than, than getting them up in the morning every morning and putting them to bed every night. And yeah, being able to, like you said, cook dinner with Renee every night and get up in the morning and have a coffee together before the kids get up. and um, Just stuff that yeah, I guess is normal to a lot of people is is what we don't get to do. Um, a lot of them, even regular working people. So, um, yeah, when we when it eventually, obviously one day it's going to eventually go back to to pretty normal. It's going to be a, a very weird situation. So, can I say for this time being, get this: you have become a regular Joe. 
<laughs> well, I try to be a regular Joe anyway, but I've definitely become even more. Yeah, it's just like the routine is like you said. You get so used to like we we as sad as it sounds, we nearly do like the same thing every day. Like we get up at Renee gets up way earlier than I do, but I get up, which is obviously before the kids, and we always have a coffee, and then we get the kids up, we kind of get the kids ready slowly and breakfast and whatever. Jacob has therapy and we one of us takes Miller to do something for a couple of hours while Jacob's doing therapy and then we go home and have lunch together and then we hang out in the afternoon and then bed and bath and dinner routine is me really get to watch it's just a the, the days um, are sometimes slow but to, to do it with those four is uh, is awesome so I'll be devastated when I have to do it with uh, with George and bloody Quinn and all these people. <laughs> Same thing, but with Queen and George. What is your preference? Because there's been a lot of discussion, well, go right to the playoff, have a playoff for a playoff, have some regular yeah. season games. What are you thinking about that? Man, I don't, it's, it's, uh, if coming from a, like a player's perspective, I, I think you want games. I think you want some, some regular season games before the playoffs. I think you want to, if we went right to the playoffs, it's obviously going to be a little rusty. Um, like you can have one week, two, three, four weeks of training camp or whatever they're going to do, but playing live competition is is so different. Um, uh, yeah, I, if if I was making the the rules, I would have some component of of games. Just uh, everyone's going to have if, if there's say ten games, everyone's going to have two or three pretty ugly games, I think, and and to get your rhythm back and your team. And let's let's be honest, there's going to be I mean, it's inevitable that, that people are going to get injured. It's there's been stuff in Australia. The rugby team, one of the rugby teams in, in Melbourne, went back and had three hamstrings in a back in one of the first few sessions. They they were out there back back practicing. So um, I think the German league soccer, Renee said, five of the eleven guys got got soft tissue injuries in the in the first game back. Um, so th- there's going to be injuries. So I think. Um, Obviously, on our our staff to kind of do what do the best we can to to have us ready for that. But then also, um, yeah, just having some some not warm up games, but lead up games or whatever it is to to get guys back in rhythm a little bit. Obviously, by the playoffs and, and as you guys are fans and stuff, people working and, and fans of the game, they want to see the best the best basketball possible. And I don't think I don't think that'll happen going straight to the playoffs. Did you have any interaction with Jerry Sloan, Joe? Oh man, it was fun. Like I now, now obviously, I now you, you look back and just, I, I wish more. Um, you hear the, the like it was really cool for me on the obviously the day that he passed away was for the jazz jazz world and the basketball world is an extremely sad day. And I got on Twitter and, and just. Scrolling, scrolling through Twitter and reading the stories and the different things, it was. I wanted to tweet out like, "Tell me your best Jerry Sloan moment or story," because it's obviously being a part of this organisation, you you know a bit of the history and stuff like that. But um, I only kind of came across him a few times um, when I first got here. He was around at practice a, a little bit, so I, I saw him a bit of practice and stuff, and would always say hi and, and have a brief conversation, and then. Um, 
obviously as as his situation kind of deteriorated a little bit, he wasn't around as much, and um, you could shake his hand, and, and and it was kind of a quick hello, but um, not as much as what I would have obviously loved to have loved to have done if I was here earlier. Or um, so it's a, yeah, like I said, it's an extremely sad day for for the whole basketball world. I don't think just jazz fans, but for um, basketball in general and. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. I just wanted to keep keep hearing stories and different things because there was some, some funny stuff that he, he used to say or do. And um, yeah, it was it was really cool to read those things. Obviously, celebrating a a great life that he had. You obviously, even though you weren't here, you understand his place in jazz history and in the NBA for that matter. Yeah, um, I think like I said, when I first got here, probably not as much. I knew who he was and um, what he'd done and, and that, but. Um, obviously the more you hear and the more you see in stories and then like I said bumping into him and you bump into him and then someone the next person's like oh do you remember when this and, and stuff you just start kind of generally talking about these people and um, yeah he was uh, like I said it's it's extremely sad day so well, Joe, uh, thanks for coming on this week. I look forward later today to read some three-month-old comments that you made and drum up some more controversy, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs>